It's big announcement time. Drum roll, please. We are going on tour. Just, 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 yeah. Northern News, live around the north. Of course it's around the north. We're not doing any southern dates on this tour. No way. We are going to the big ones, our big ones in the north. We're going Sheffield. 23rd of June. We're going Hull. 26th of June. We're going Leeds. 27th of June. And we're rounding it off in Manchester. On the 28th of June. What a week. Oh, my God. I, we've done some live shows yeah. in Edinburgh and London. And we love them so much. They are so much fun. We do little fun headlines. There's slides, there's visuals. Oh, it's brilliant. We can't wait to do it and we can't wait to see you there. We'll see you in person. You'll see us in person. You'll see our faces. You'll <laughs> see whatever attempt at merch I've cobbled together in a shed. <laughs> so get your tickets now for the Northern News live tour at plosive.co.uk. That is P-L-O-S. I-V-E-C-O.uk. We're going to get chunked out of our beans. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Northern News, a podcast with me, Amy Gledhill. And me, Ian Smith. I come from the northern town of Ghoul. And you might be able to tell from my accent, I come from Hull. And to our shame, we have been living in London now for ages. Too long, and we want to catch up with all the news that's been going on up north. This is... Northern Northern News! Hello and welcome to... It's Northern News! You left a little pause there, and I I was worried I was in the wrong podcast for a second. So was I. Really? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, where's this going? But it's fine. Everybody, it's fine. It's Northern News. It's Ian, James Smith. Yes. Yep. And me. Amy. Uh Uh-huh. Stella. Oh, nearly. Louise. No. One of your middle names is Stella. Yeah, it is, but it's the second one. Ah! You forgot the Christine. Yes, sorry. Christine, Christine, that's what they call me. Yes. Nobody's ever called me that. Christine, hell of a Stella. Glad Hill. <laughs> and here we are. And thank you for being here with us. Um, how's your week been? Do you remember episode one, I believe, of this podcast when I was asked what I was doing? Nearly a year ago. Yeah. I, I was grinding my teeth. Oh, yeah. So now I got big into toothpastes, expensive <laughs> toothpastes, ones with magical properties. These will regrow your enamel. Regrow I, your teeth. Yeah. I don't think you could regrow enamel. <laughs> this one will. Isn't that a big scientific development? Okay, now they hushed it up, this toothpaste. So, Amy, as I may have mentioned, Uh I bought some toothpaste on eBay for £60. £60? And then when I bought it, down from 80 Yeah, so you you told us this on the pod. Yeah, I've ordered it. I had a panic because I was like, I've absolutely been conned out of my money here. Yeah. £165 set of toothpaste here I've got for 60 quid. How much is it meant to be? £165. We're talking big beauty product here. That's insane. This set is like, it's a toothpaste. It's a mouthwash. They're they're whitening products, but they're also supposed to be good for your enamel, strengthening your enamel. Then it comes with this almost nail varnish-like thing that you put on your teeth to try and strengthen, um, it's almost like a little semi-permanent enamel. It's all probably bullshit. But anyway, I'm lapping it up. And, um, (laughs) and yeah, it came absolutely fine. It's all there. 
£105 discount through the letterbox. I went from having like three days consistently just going, you fucking idiot, Ian. <laughs> Toothpaste scammers. And they've read you like a book. And then get it in the post. I was like, bargain of the century. What I would say, though, is mm-hmm. you're saying bargain. You're of the century. S- of the century. Of the of all the things that anyone has ever bought. Mm-hmm. This century. Yeah. You've still paid over £60 for toothpaste. £60 on the dot. Six, all right, sorry. Over paid, £60. And does it make any difference whatsoever? Listen, I think I have a very sweet tooth. I have too much fizzy. I think it has <laughs> fizzy drinks like a kid. I have too much fizzy. I think it has made fizzy my teeth this, a little shade that. whiter. Yeah. You okay. can't notice that in the minute because I've just had some mini eggs. <laughs> You might just think, well, why don't you just drink water, try and not have sugary stuff as much? <sighs> you don't need to think about that no when way. you're getting toothpaste for £60 like I am. Vidal Sassoon toothpaste yeah. or whatever it's called. Now, this stuff is nice. <laughs> v Vardis toothpaste. Wow. I'm going to look like a real hippo what? crit. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna call it a hippo. I'm going to start saying hippo. When I mean hypocrite, be cool. That is cool. But I'm going to look like a real critter, a hypocritter right now because I, I have also spent some money. I wasn't going to tell you this, but oh. I've also spent some money on a beauty product. Revardus. <laughs> no, I'm trying to get my teeth as small as possible. Oh, I want to. I get... can help you with that. <laughs> That's my air game. I got a bit of sandpaper. I'm just going to mm. get them down to little nubs. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I bought this this year. I'm trying to do like, you know, I told you about my face massages. Yes. That I'm doing, which oh, yeah. I still 100% believe in. Um, you haven't noticed actually how. No, your face is it's so like a, high up. It's high, isn't it? Isn't it it's high? almost out of the camera shot. <laughs> Bring it back down. <laughs> um, I bought some uh, skincare. That's one of the ingredients that I'm using. One of the oh. thi- one of the products I'm using is a thing called retinol. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read about it. Everybody's using retinol. You've yeah. got to use your retinol. Fine, I'll use the retinol. Right? It says it says oh oh go careful with it. You've got to go careful once a week. Yeah. Once a week, and you're gonna be fr- it's frightening. You've got to put sun sunscreen on what? afterwards even though it's winter once a week a pea-sized amount once a week and I was thinking oh bollocks do you bollocks have to do it like that right mm-hmm. anyway cut to last week my whole face was peeling like fucking oh, like no. if you've got a piece of like a block of mild cheddar and pushed it through a cheese grater oh. it was peeling but I was doing a job. I'm in a writer's room at the minute. I turned up and my face was fine. I'm doing the writer's room. I'm new to the group. Everyone else has worked together before. And I'm, you know, I'm trying my best and I'm really enjoying it. And I think like, yeah, I'm trying to be confident and speak up when I've got ideas. And then at some point I went to the toilet and I looked in the mirror and my face, oh. I had facial dandruff. You ever seen that on a human being? Oh, no. I couldn't believe it. Mild cheddar, you said. Mild oh, cheddar. Oh, God. My skin, the colour of my skin is a mild, buttery, sort of translucent-y, horrible, clammy cheddar, right? Push that through a grater. It was peel like, it, do you know, like if you've got sunburn yeah. and it peels off and I got, there was a little bit, I looked in the mirror and I was like, Jesus Christ. And there's this little bit on my nose and I got it and I pulled it and it was like pulling, 
oh, you know, like a, uh-huh. a cheese a, a cheese string. Can you only t- talk about this in terms of cheese? Fucking <laughs> hell. Mild cheddar for a grater. I'm pulling a cheese string. Well, what else peels? It was like getting the red wax from a Edam. <laughs> it was, Ian. That is exactly, it's like you were there. Yeah. It was exactly like that. Oh. But it was all it was all peeling, and I went back into the room, and I had to say, "I'm sorry about my face and neck." <laughs> I don't know if you've ever apologised to someone in a professional capacity about your own face and neck, but it didn't feel the best. Yeah, start, yeah, yeah. If I'm honest with myself, it's not a confidence booster. Yeah. Well, I guess the moral of this intro is just be happy with yourself. Just be happy with yourself. Stop trying to buy shit. I just want a higher face. That's all yeah. I want. That's my goal for the year. I want a face on top of my head. Yeah. Who has that? Tip podcasts. Ian, what, what's happening in the north of England, yes. I should point out? Well, it's funny you say that. Okay. Because this story starts in the south of Scotland. Hang on a minute. But let me finish. <laughs> Only briefly. Because a student travels from Scotland to England to buy cider because it's £20 cheaper. Oh, really? So Liam Howie, a student from Scotland, he goes to Berwick-upon-Tweed, yep. 112 miles, and, and back. You're not, you're spending, how is he doing that for less than 20 quid? Well, it says it's 20 quid cheaper, a saving. So okay, he, okay. his argument here is he goes... To Northumberland and back to purchase eight litres of various drinks. But judging from the picture, it's various brands of cider. Okay, sure. Not various drinks. <laughs> he's got some Frosty Jacks. He's got some Strong Bows for, for just £10.37 last week. He claims it would have cost him £30 north of the border oh. because of the minimum unit pricing law, which must be to stop people drinking too much. And he's gone, fuck that. I'm going to drink too much. Um, so this is writing for a student news site, The Tab. The University of Edinburgh student says, a bottle of Frosty Jacks now costs £11.25 in Scotland, whereas you can still pay a measly £3.69 for the very same product. This is a quote. Wow. That's how this student talks. Whereas you can still pay a measly £3.69 for the very same product in England. We decided to take advantage of this unbelievable discovery. So hopped on the train to the nearest English town, Berwick-upon-Tweed. Who is this He's fucking kid? He's not talking like that. I'd heard stories about how cheap it was south of the border, but you can never quite comprehend the sweet, sweet deals until you're stood in the shop staring the deals right in the face. The sweet, sweet deals? B&M was selling two litres of Strongbow for a teeny two ninety nine. I bought myself a bottle of the infamous Frosty Jacks, along with a bottle of Black Fawn Reserve, so I had a bit of variety. This sounds like a bloody voiceover for a supermarket. Yeah, um, yeah train tickets to Berwick Monteed can be bought for £7.50, so it's still worth the discount. Wow. Wow. He managed to buy eight litres of cider for £10.37. And I, I guess there would be an argument in saying you probably shouldn't be able to do that. The brands he's mentioned are, like, fine, but the ones that are below that... Yeah, what's the cheap, cheap side of White Lightning. White Lightning. My God, have you Does ever it, tried it? No. Is it all right? Fuck. It is just, it feels like you're drinking paint thinner. Oh, really? Or like, it's so chemically. What's the It's percentage? the first time I ever got heartburn oh. in my life. So I presumed I was having a heart attack, obviously. But it was just from drinking cider. It was all in my neck, all this neck pain. Oh. But it was so cheap. Yeah, it does like... Put a bit of blackcurrant cordial in, it's actually fine. 
Even the logo, oh, 7.5%. Yeah. That's strong. Usually it's like three, three and a half percent. It's not fucking about. There is nothing about that cider that is fucking about. Oh, the fuck they've got vodka now as well. Christ. White Lightning Max. Oh, Christ. It doesn't even have, I don't think White Lightning even has a fucking website. How does he not have a website? Because Ian, they're not fucking about. My mum would go to different, where she used to live, she'd go to different supermarkets to get different products like bread. Bread's cheaper if you go to Asda rather than Morrison's. So she'd drive, (laughs) do you know, to the other supermarket. Yeah, to save like 7p and you just think, it's not worth it. Mm. It's not worth it. And you're not saving any money. But over time... Over the years... Yeah, you're losing you probably, hours and hours and hours of your life. But you could get <laughs> enough money to buy a Vivardis. Oh. They sponsor the pod, Amy. I haven't told you I've got a sponsorship <laughs> deal with Vivardis, but only if you buy over eBay <laughs> for less than the price they want you to buy for. <laughs> Great. I think that sounds wonderful. Yeah. That's me up, Pot. Hey, Amy. Oh, yeah. What have you found? What's what have you found? What have I found? That's been going on up north. There's something very heartwarming, actually, for a change. Thank really? you very much. Yeah. Great grandma. Oh. Great grandma. Do she, we know if she's the, the mother of a grandma or if she's just bloody just brilliant? fantastic. We don't know. It doesn't say. It just says great gran. 90. Oh. That's a big number. Hmm. That's getting right up there. Yeah. That's as high as you can go in bingo. Is it? 90? Yep. And then they don't let you in anymore. <laughs> it's or a is classic it, joke. It, well, great grand, 90, rolls back the years oh. to become one of the UK's oldest drummers, thanks to... A, a drum kit. No, the clue is in, in roll back the years. Rolls back the years. I don't... Rolling back the years. Great Grand 90 rolls back the years to become one of the UK's oldest drummers thanks to Simply Red Star. Well, what's he done for her? Drum lessons. Fucking hell, Simply Red aren't doing well, are they? <laughs> Giving drum lessons to a 90-year-old on the side. Are you recording a new album at the minute? Nah, nah, but um, there's this woman who can't use her arms anymore. She's so old, I'm teaching her how to play the drums. Fucking hell, just... Looking at my phone, hoping McHucknell comes up on the screen. I'm in! Just can't see how you are. Fuck's sake. Fuck, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah, I've got loads of stuff going on. Loads of stuff going on. Um, Doing some sort of drum lessons. Yeah, new band. New band. Simply dead. (laughs) Oh! Oh! It's cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. It's cheeky stuff. Um, Barbara McInnes says rocking out keeps her feeling young with the help of tutor Chris Joyce, who's in the group from 1985 to 1991. Oh, hang on. Hang on a minute. That's not a big stint in Simply Red. I've been in Simply Red longer than that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking hell. Six years. Six years. It's rolling back the years since you've been in Simply Red. (laughs) Fucking hell. Oh, man. He's milking that, isn't he? Yeah. But you would put it on your CV. Like, imagine oh, yeah. if you didn't lead with that. 
it'd be weird if you was teaching drums and then like a year in, you're like, oh yeah, I was in Simply Red for six years. Yeah. You'd want to know. I think it should be sort of legal, like a legal requirement that if anyone's been in Simply Red, they have to tell you. Yeah. Like there should be a register and then for your neighbourhood. When you, you move just, out. You just know where they are. Oh, uh, you got to like knock on the doors and stuff like. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Just Simply Red in the neighbourhood. Yeah. yeah, I've moved in the neighbourhood and I was previously, <laughs> between the years of 1985 and 1991, I was a member of Sim- Simply Red. But I think it's pretty cool. How cool is it for it is cool. Barbara? She's 90 and she's become Britain's oldest female drummer. Oh. That's cool. I'll tell you what's got in there. Why? What? The word female it means there's some bloke older than her giving it a go. Oh, there always is though, isn't there? Yeah. She doesn't want to be a drummeress. Just call her a drummer. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you're pretty funny. You're pretty You're pretty rhythmic for a drummeress. Yeah. I didn't think women could play the drums. I didn't think women had rhythm. We all know women have got rhythm. Women have got great rhythm. Mm. When they're on their own and they're all just tapping things out together, they're having the best time. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, when I all d- the women are on their own just tapping things out together. I just mean like when, <laughs> when people are talking about... You know, women are funny. Yeah. But then when there's like a group of women, they're always laughing and having such a good time. And when you see a group of men, they're usually like... Always sad. Just really sad and grumpy with yeah. each other. Or, or just chanting. being quiet. Yeah. And then mm. they're like, oh, I didn't know women could be funny. Women are always funny 100% of the time. Yeah. I'm 100% funny. <laughs> I'm 100%. I'm 100% You're funny. You're a traitor. That's traitor behaviour. It's traitor behaviour. And Barbara McInnes, who lives in Morecambe, Lovely. I uh, felt like she was rolling back the years. They're really they've they found yeah, a they found a I lyric there. Is there no other simply red song? Lancashire Live are really sticking to it. Who started in the it's, uh, so she's rolling back the years. Yep, yep, yep. Thanks for a tutor, Chris Joyce, 66. He's no spring chicken. He's no, well, he's, he was in he was in the pop group from 1985 to 1991. And 91 was a long time ago. I always think it's not, but it was. Yeah. The retired head teacher admitted she wasn't familiar with Simply Red when she first booked oh, lessons. Oh, I bet that was <gasps> awkward. It'd have been like, well, when I was in Simply Red. What? Is, about? is that a nightclub? No, no, it's a band. How does she not know Simply Red? She's not hot, right? So she's 90. How old would she have been in like, in 90, 1990? 56. She's never heard classics such as Fairground, that Your Mirror. A, I'm sorry, but Fairground, Fairground is, is an absolute banger. Dunk, dunk, dunk. Like the drums on mm. that. Oh, the, drum, the drums on that. If that's Chris Joyce. No, it isn't. Uh, Life, the album that was on, 1995. Oh, man. What's what's Chris Joyce's era's biggest hit? Let's have a look. Let's 85 have a look. to 91. It's Only Love, 89. You've Got It, Come to My Aid, The Right Thing, Look at You Now. Enough. Yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Enough, Chris. Enough. Barbara's a great grandmum of 10. Wow, Barbara. That's so cool. Who's now in three different groups? Wow. With other old people. I just reckon she's in like a young group. I've got no idea. Uh, she just Go said, see a lie. Oh, get her on the pod. I love that. She said, drumming has brought a genuine joy back into her life. Oh, no. And then she said... Oh, here we no, fucking no, go. It's fine. Here it, comes the no, sadness. it's not sad. But then she said, it's helped me roll back the years. I can't oh, deal with rolling back for years. Bloody hell. Jesus Christ. It's helped her roll back the years. There's other puns you can do. 
Go on then. It's made me feel simply rad. <laughs> I feel simply radical. I just go with that now. Fucking hell. Can I say the same pun a million times? <laughs> you said that so earnestly. It's made me feel simply rad. Come on, Bobs. Yeah. I reckon Barbara said rolling back the ears and then this journalist has repeated it several times throughout the article. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, It's brought genuine joy back to her life and removed a few wrinkles. It's hard work drumming, though, isn't it? I couldn't yeah. do it. Got to have arm strength. So the three groups, I found the three groups that she currently plays with, the, this is funny, De Ooks, as in Dukes, but De apostrophe Ukes. Mm-hmm. Of Lancaster, who are a ukulele band. Oh god. It's good. It's really good. So uh, she plays with yuck. she plays with Dukes of Lancaster, ukulele band, the Morecambe Ukulele Club, and the Garstang Ukulele Group. She's got a band, a club, and a group. There's no stopping Barbara. The big three. She can do anything as long as it's with a bunch of ukuleles. <laughs> Um, and if anyone else is thinking of getting into drumming, we've got a tip here from Chris Joyce, who's famously in Simply Red, 1985 to 1991, rolling back the years. Mm-hmm. And he said, the first thing to do is turn up on time, turn up sober, and make sure you get along with people. That's what I try and do on this podcast. What I try and do is roll back the years. God, I can't <laughs> hear that again. <laughs> Shut that door. Psst, everyone, Northern News listeners, we've got some bonus Northern News content for you. We've got a Patreon. We've got an Apple Subs. And it starts at just £2.50 a month, if you can believe such a thing. Ooh, that's cheap, Amy. It's a bargain and we bloody love a bargain up north. It's cheaper than a Starbucks coffee. It's cheaper than a two-litre bottle of Pepsi Max Cherry. It's cheaper than a Mondeo, brand new. Oh, <laughs> or second-hand. Bloody hell! Get involved! It's a lovely way to show your support for the pod. You get some spicy extras, and we get to keep making this, and we bloody love doing it. And bonus episodes every single week without fail. Absolutely. What See are you there. waiting for? Now it's time for our special guest correspondent, Charlie Baker, who is originally from Newton Abbott in Devon, which is known for its wool and leather industries. Charlie, (laughs) at the time of speaking, how much wool and or leather are you wearing? Oh, what a good question. What a good question. (laughs) Um, I think zero of either. And, you know, I'm normally top to toe in leather, as you know. You can hear you squeaking Just, around as you move. You can hear, I'm, I'm normally carrying around like stuff to buff me up the whole time. Absolutely. Um, covered in zips and the, the whole thing, you know. <laughs> I thought Newton Abbott. I thought Newton Abbott was known for rope, right? Because we were oh. one of the main rope makers in the world. Wow. In the world, Ian. They'd stop in in harbour in Plymouth, and then they'd come up to buy their rope to get them to carry on to like Canada. Oh. That is what Newton Abbott. So we've got Rope Walk, which is a really long for Newton Abbott, long street with a very long building in it, and that's how they made rope that's in a very really long building. Cool. Anyway, they did not are. curl it round at any point. Uh, you think they would? You think <laughs> they would? You think they would have worked that out? Maybe that's why they moved from Newton Abbott. They worked out the curling method. Oh. <laughs> 
Yeah, because ropes notoriously flexible. Yeah, yeah, but they've just been at it in a big long building going, fucking hell, how, how long do we need this building to be? Like, well, how long's a bit of rope? Is <laughs> it a constant battle between the length of the rope and the length of the building? <laughs> Constantly moving it on. We're gonna need. We're gonna need another three foot. This yeah. rope just keeps coming. Knock this wall through. <laughs> it's still going. <laughs> yeah, there we are. Do you find? I guess because what you know, we talk about being northern on the podcast. Yeah. Would you think? Would you consider yourself southern, or is the Wait, kind of see. Devon, Cornwallie kind of areas? They seem to have such a strong identity. Yeah. That yeah. you're outside of that. Part of the point of my show really is to go when people go southern. Ooh, southerners. Yeah. They mean southeast. Mm. Yeah. They do not mean southwest and or, or west country or yeah. uh, you know they mean southeast because the southeast is utterly faceless. Places like Surrey, no one's ever proud to be yeah. from yeah. Surrey. <laughs> I think it's why Surrey is like I don't know if I don't know if you find this, but toughest gigs to play I find are these places that have no sense of self. Yeah. They have no sense of pride, no sense of anything to stand upon or stand behind. Yeah. And but mainly because they're normally built on money, the idea of money and how much money can we get. Yes. When you say yeah. the North, what do you mean? Because I think Newcastle mm. is like Northeast, Northumbria. Yeah. You know, uh, do you mean, a lot of people say the North, they mean Lancashire or Yorkshire. That's what often you'll find is when mm. people... They're the classics, aren't they, when you say northern. When a character description comes up and they say northern, they're not expecting a Geordie to go for the audition. Yeah, yeah. It's Yorkshire, it's Lancashire, and that's pretty much it. Uh, Well, yeah, well, I don't know what happens with accents when you see accents on telly. What accent turns up if you you see a drama and someone turns up, hey, up, lad, is it like that? Is it, oh, I right. (laughs) Oh, let's get me flat cap and me whip it. Is it that? Because when it's Devonshire... When it's de- when it when you when you, when someone comes from Devon, it is just generic pirate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And do you find that the characters um, who have the the generic accent, yeah. do you find that they're um, they're sick. Just, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm sort of around it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, never like we get that. The Poirot <laughs> intelligent yeah. detective. Yeah. No. yeah, a bit slow, isn't it? Oh, yeah. you come. All right, you've come down here, is it? See, oh, like, I've never seen a car before. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's a police car? We only have bikes and cows around here. Oh, well. Um, but what's going on where you are now, then? Have you right, got any yeah, stories so for us? Oxfordshire is very different, right? The Oxfordshire people, oh, mis- they're miserable. <laughs> there's, like, no joy in anything. It's oh. just like, right, all right, yeah, there's no no reaction to anything, you know. You've oh, just really? won, you just won the Euro Millions, all right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm looking in the Oxford Mail today, and I, I, I'm sorry to bring the tone down. Very, very sad story. A story of despair. Oh, no. Oh, but this is from the Oxford Mail today, but it's a story of despair. Shall I read it to you? Oh, or? Yes, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, it's David Beckham. David Beckham now lives in North Oxfordshire. Anyway, David Beckham in despair. Sorry to redo this. At Fallen Tree. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. Not, yeah. not Bex. Yeah. Sorry to make you feel sorry for him. <laughs> one of his but trees has fallen is down. Is one of his, his trees? Football icon David Beckham oh. said he was gutted after Storm Henk caused damage to his £12 million Oxfordshire mansion. Oh, uh, dear. That's, um, my sympathy's gone a little bit now. <laughs> I'm gutted for the guy now. Uh, one of your trees in your mansion broken. Yeah. 
12 million, 12 million pound mansion as well. Oh, I don't have a tree to break. Oh, Ian, that's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I don't either. But Got that's some really house plants, I guess. But also, David and his wife, Victoria, bought the country retreat in Great Jew near Chipping Norton yeah. for a reported. 6.15 million in December 2016. So he has doubled his money on Oh, it, he's on, made a tidy on, profit on that. <laughs> so, oh, well, that's a so, little silver Just going to do a little scream off mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's lovely tidy profit he's made there. So look. And he needed it is the thing. Mm. I'm glad. After a large tree was uprooted, the former footballer, who is 48, posted a photo on his Instagram page saying, could have been worse. So... <laughs> He yeah. sounds and gutted. Then, and, then, uh, and then a crying emoji. Oh. So, which I would say is possibly the worst use ever of the crying emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, the tree nearly fell on the property, which has a sauna, plunge pool, football pitch, gym, swimming pool, £50,000 barbecue tent in the ground for entertaining. Oh, sounds like Captain Tom's daughter. Close score, wasn't it? How many times he walked around the garden? Oh, man. Oh, my God. Imagine yeah. if it had damaged his sauna, though. Like, what would you yeah. even do? I don't know how I would live without a personal sauna in my house. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I'd find it freaky. The- I could take the sauna, but it's the plunge pool I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wonder if whenever there's a damage or accident, he just takes a picture of it and puts could have been worse upon his Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have, could have been a lot worse, to be honest, David. His grandma's could in hospital. Been... Take a picture could of that. Yeah. Could have been worse, crying have... emoji. <laughs> Can you think of a worse use of could have been worse crying emoji than that? Oh, Gosh, yeah. no, I can't. There we Gosh. are. Have you ever have you ever spotted Bex out in the wild? Then um, I've not. It's a bit too far. Our friends do live in the village next to him, but I've really? never. Um... Who do you think's the most famous person you've seen live with your eyes? The Queen. I was in. I, I was. Uh, I was. Oh. I was reporting once for uh, Radio Berkshire at, at Ascot Races. Yeah. And I was talking to a jockey, and they they suddenly pulled him. They would sort of suddenly pulled him away. Because he had to go and receive a prize from the Queen. Wow. <laughs> oh. And I was next to the Queen and I always I was close enough to knock her hat off. <laughs> and I thought Imagine if you did. Imagine that. If I'd knocked her hat off, would I how how famous would that get you, do you think? Quickly. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, she's dead now, of course. May she rest in peace. <laughs> Could have been worse, Queen Emoji. <laughs> Picture of you knocking the dead Queen's hat off. Could have been worse. <laughs> About 18 armed police officers wrestling me to the ground. Could have been worse crying emoji. Oh Oh my God. Well, Well, Charlie, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for doing this. Um, Can you tell us about where we can see your 24-hour pasty people? Yes, I've got two shows left. 8th of April in Newcastle yep. at the stand and the 9th of April in Edinburgh. I'm really, really proud yeah. of the show. I've had an absolutely brilliant time with it. You're going to have such a nice time. And the people listening who go are going to have an even better time. And if you go, take a picture of Charlie on stage and after the yeah. gig, 
Oh, yeah. Get it up on your Instagram. Could have been worse crying. Could have been got to. Tour's over by then, so all the damage <laughs> yeah. is done. So to be honest, you can, you can absolutely slag it by then. <laughs> Amazing. Well, it has there been such a joy. Thank you so much for lovely. doing it, Charlie. Lots of love. I love the podcast. Oh, oh, thank you. Lovely to speak to you. Have a lovely day. Lots of love. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, 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 bye. bye. Six pound for a pint. Can I tell you what's been going on in Ghoul? Ian, I'd love it. Now, this is quite a short story because I've had to go on the Ghoul Facebook group. But this story got resolved very quickly. Okay. So um, someone called Les Uh has said, Two pigeons still trapped between the screens outside Argos. Anyone reported this or got contact info to get them released? Not a good reflection of the town as they seem to have been left to die. So they're in amongst the netting. Yeah. Um, you can see a little picture here. So they're in the netting in the ceiling. Oh, I see. And they, they're they trapped there. How's and that And they've happened? been left to die. <gasps> well, you'd almost look at that and think, well, if they've got in somehow, there must be some way There's for them to be way, yeah. get out. Um, long story short, there was. Oh. And they got out. Oh. <laughs> so the That's real it, really. story is... No birds have been trapped anywhere. No birds have been trapped anywhere. But Les just had a bit of a nightmare here and has gone... Good on him. They've, they've been left to die. Good on him, though. Has anyone reported this? Yeah. Have you reported it, Les? <laughs> no. <laughs> Does anyone have any contact info to get them released? You live in Ghoul. Why don't you go into Argos? Yeah. And go, who has the contact info for the pigeon department of Argos? <laughs> And just how it's not a good look on the town. People go, oh, have you heard about Gore? They left two pigeons to die outside Argos. Imagine ringing the Argos helpline and it being like, press one to find store open hours. Press two for a click and collect inquiry and press three for the pigeon department. I reckon you'd have to be on the phone for like an hour until you get to like 94. Yeah. Press nine for... If- I don't know. Pigeons got stuck outside. I think we've covered everything now. Um, but yeah, and then like a couple of days later, someone was like, oh, those pigeons have gone. And everyone was just commenting like, yeah, if they got in, they can get out. I mean, that just seems so logical, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's not always true. Sometimes you can get in, so no. you can get out. Yeah. Yeah, famously. I told you before, I got my head stuck in a pram. Couldn't get it out. I've been them pigeons. It's yeah. scary. <laughs> I've been them pigeons. <laughs> Press nine six if your child has got their head stuck in a pram. <laughs> Can't get it out again. You, I thought you were going to say, Press ninety six if you've been them pigeons. <laughs> yeah, I've been them pigeons. <laughs> nine six and it's just like, oh, sorry to hear you've been them pigeons. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See, that's all that's happening, girl, this week. They thought pigeons had been condemned to a slow, painful. Yeah. Death by starvation, yeah. but they're actually absolutely fine. They were just Thank in a goodness. bit of ceiling. What's for tea, ma'am? Anyway, what you found that's going on in oh, Hull, Amy? Oh, well. Okay, so let me tell you. Um, the headline was one of them headlines that instantly got my attention. Mm. The headline reads, and it starts with a quote from the woman. It says, I'm selling wax melts. In that tone? It's implied, isn't mm. it? Yeah. I'm selling wax melts, claims Brand's own woman caught with big wad of cash. 
Oh, I give a sick. When I heard the word claims, it's like, why were they yeah, like disputing? Yeah. Surely yeah. she just got, hang on, why is a wax melt? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of the thing, isn't it? Oh. I think I know what it is, maybe, but not properly. It's definitely, it's definitely like a sort of candly thing, isn't it? Maybe is she it? calls a candle a wax melt. She's improvised. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm selling wax melts. Wax melts. Flame um, sticks. <laughs> um, and the the sub-headline is from Judge Amanda Bennett, and she oh. says, you're not getting the money back. Unlucky. Unlucky. So let's see what's happened here. So, yeah, why can't she get her wax melt money back? Well, do you want to guess? She was actually selling drugs. Absolutely right. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Oh, these stories have been very easy for my hometowns. Very easy to get to the bottom of. There's not a lot of subtext yeah. in these stories. So a woman tried to talk away out of trouble by claiming that stashes of cash, stashes of cash found by police during a drugs raid at a house were actually from the sale of wax melts and scents. Wax melts. Wax melts. And, you know, we will never know for sure if these huge stacks of cash mm. were from selling scents and wax melts. But what we do know for sure is that amphetamine was also found. <laughs> I'm doing amphetamine scented wax melts. <laughs> you idiots. The amphetamine is for research so I can smell what it smells like to put in my wax melt. Um, so, um, yeah, amphetamine was found during the search. Mm. Uh, a message is discovered on a mobile phone suggesting that she'd been offering to sell uh, drugs. Ah, that's done it. She could have got away with the amphetamine-scented wax melt, yeah. but then her phone is like, would yeah. you like to buy some amphetamines? Would you like to buy, and cannabis, would you like ah. to buy some cannabis and amphetamines? If I was a drug dealer, every message I'd be like, I've got some cannabis and yeah. amphetamine if you want to buy any of them, to also... Sent your candles. Oh, that's very clever. Because that's what I use it for. And I know you're big into candles yourself. That's very clever. Mm. Yeah. Are well, you still doing those cocaine scented candles? <laughs> you can have some of my cocaine that I use for scenting candles. I'd always do my texts like that. That's really clever. And I don't think you'd mm. ever, ever get caught. I know. Even if they played this part of the podcast back. In the court. Oh, uh, I'll tell you what I wouldn't like. Go on. Being in court, listening back to this. <laughs> just go like, my lawyer just like packing his stuff up, <laughs> walking off me like, I'll be representing myself from now on. If you listen to the podcast, cocaine means chocolate. So what did we find that cocaine in your house for? Objection. My uh, Objection. To this jury. I'd just say objection on a loop. I think that's great. Yeah. I think you'd be let off. Yeah, I've got a plan for everything. What if the ceiling was about to fall in? Objection! <laughs> oh, you just mean in court? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fine. That's that's cool too. So, um, Amanda Amanda Bennett, 42. Oh, wait, I thought Amanda Bennett was the judge. Judge tells Amanda Bennett she can't be the judge and... The, the drug dealer. The drug dealer. Well, no, I'm, you can definitely be that, but you yeah. can't, not in the same trial. You'd love it though, wouldn't you? If you could be in the oh, same yeah. trial. Due put, to an admin Put error. your wig on. 
Did you did you try and sell drugs? No? Innocent. Now, does anyone want any drugs? Meet me in the car park. Yeah. For some scented wax melts. If you know what I mean. Using the judge's hammer to tap a nose. <laughs> uh, uh. Opens opens the gavel, like unscrews the gavel, loads of cocaine. You can't get me for that. I'm innocent. <laughs> Guilty of being a legend, a party legend. Yeah, you gotta get into you gotta be a judge if you want to be a drug dealer. That's why if anyone's listening, thinking about dealing drugs, yeah. get yourself a career as a judge. You've got to. Under mm. the way you can store stuff in that big red cloak, yeah. you can store all sorts. And you might well, you might end up you might earn loads of money from that and think, you know, I don't need to drug deal. Yeah. But then remember why you did this. Never give up on your yeah, dreams. Never give up on your dreams. Uh, she can't have been a huge, big time drug dealer, really. Well, because, so two small bags are found in the freezer and wraps of drugs were recovered from the rear garden below the kitchen window. What a weird bit of extra um, info there. Mm. The rear garden below the kitchen window. All right, great. I'll, I'll nip there myself, see if there's <laughs> any left. No, I know exactly where it is. Police found £400 cash in a handbag uh, 1800 in the kitchen and 1000 in a jacket. She spread it out. She spread it out. Clever. But it's not like it's £20,000. Yeah. Fucking hell, that's your main criticism of her dealing drugs. You're like, she hasn't done it enough. She hasn't done <laughs> enough money for you. Fucking hell. If you're dealing drugs, give it a proper go, will you? <laughs> Bennett? But I I just mean, they said stacks of cash where it's like, it's indisputable that it's come from drugs. Mm. But you could have, it is quite a lot of cash, I suppose, isn't it? Th- right. Do you know what? I take it instantly back. Imagine a thousand pounds in cash. I've seen a thousand pounds in cash before. Oh, yeah? Oh, lovely. Did it feel nice? I asked for it in five pound notes. Sometimes I go to the bank, it's like, have a thousand pounds in five pound notes, please. Yeah. They get it all out. I look at it, I go, <laughs> Can I pay in a thousand pounds, please? <laughs> but you've dropped a couple of fivers and it's all yeah. gone a bit wrong. Oh, man. Well, there we go. That's the wax melt story. The We've wax never melt got news. to the bottom of what exactly a wax melt is. But I have seen little bits of wax, like little squares of wax in stores, which I think you must melt into a candle or something. Yeah. It's got to be a type yeah. of candle. If it's not, that's bonkers. Cinnamon bun wax melt. <laughs> it's just, looks like a chocolate bar. Yeah. Block off a bit of wax. You put it in a thing. Here's the mad thing. Yeah. You put it in a thing that's got a fucking candle underneath to eat up the wax. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Wax melt burner. Oh, yeah. So... You put your wax underneath your candle. Right. Where are you getting your candle from? Yeah. Yeah, that's bonkers, isn't it? You might as well you might as well have a scented candle. Okay. I think that is the end of the app. Thank you for listening. And thank you to our very special guest, Charlie Baker. You gotta go check out his tour if you can. 24 hour pasty people. It's got some more dates left in April in Edinburgh and Newcastle. The North. And Scotland. And Scotland. And remember, you can get Lovely bonus content. Bonus weekly episodes. Weekly episodes. Discounted tickets. Little guest snippets that we didn't have time for. There's more Tim Key on there. Oh, yeah. There's loads of stuff. If, if you pay us a little bit of money. Just a 
just a little bit and you get some wax melts. Yes. Some amphetamines. Yeah, we've got different tiers on Patreon. We've got like the cannabis strand, the amphetamine strand. (laughs) That'd be a great way to sell drugs, actually, wouldn't it? Patreon. Anyway. But that is not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing, unfortunately, at this present time. Um, But thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you again next time. Goodbye. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Hello everyone, it's Ian Smith here from Northern News, the podcast you are currently listening to. And I'm here to tell you that I'm recording my multi-award-nominated solo show, Crushing, on Tuesday the 4th of June at the Pleasance Theatre in London. But I'd love to see some Northern News listeners there. We're recording this show, it's going to live online forever. So the more supportive a crowd, the better. Hope to see you there!